Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm here as ever with my good friend Ian. Hello. And uh, this is like the, the Christmas wrap-up. Yeah, this is our sort of Christmas special, end yeah. of year specials, yeah. We are armed with a cowboy hat full of listener questions. Wonderful questions. Um, there's a few bits of uh, maintenance yeah. that we would like to go through first. News and upkeep. First of all, yes. this year's raffle is going to fucking slap. Yes. Like, it, we've we've gone way bigger than we did last year. Last year was... A triumph. Good. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Um, this year, um, I'm almost at the point where I'm struggling with the amount of prizes that we have. Amazing. I need to collate everything... There's a lot of very talented people that are donating stuff to this. People um, are super generous. Um, and yeah, this is a, a... For those of you who don't know the way it sort of structures, I'm sure they will talk you through in a bit, but it's just a great opportunity for you all to celebrate the hobby and really help a really good cause. Yeah, we're raising money for Young Lives Justice Cancer. Um, it's a really good uh, cause. Um, multiple people that we've spoken to have actually used this service and they speak very highly of it um it's it's just a slam dunk it's young people with cancer and you're raising money to help them out um now five pounds a ticket you can buy as many tickets as you like send through uh it to the lark noobs at gmail.com not lark noobs uh all the details will be on our facebook group um we're gonna be uh oh the promo should be out by the oh time this gosh, comes out. The promo so the, the, the promo was hilarious to film. Oh, it was um, so much fun. Jesus. Huge thanks to everyone involved from uh, all the different <clears throat> uh, uh, podcasts and media and sort of content creators who helped us make it. All the way to our incredible editor, uh, Chris. It's uh, just Millie did a great job amazing. directing. Yeah, um, Millie was a phenomenal. Yeah, I think like uh, we just had an absolute blast. You can find that on our on our YouTube channel. It will be on our, our Facebook page as well. Um, go and check it out. It was a hoot. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, do I need to mention anything else about the raffle? Oh, uh, the closing date for the raffle is going to be uh, midnight on the thirty first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will be doing the draw on yeah. the first. Yeah. And what? How do you do the draw normally? So I was thinking about live streaming it. Yeah. Um, but I'm on the night shift before, and therefore I don't know what time I'm going to be sure. awake. But functionally, you just pull them out of a hat, or are you? No. So what we do or? is we'll do the the wheel, the spinny wheel, the spinny wheels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like I basically get everybody's names together put them all in this thing and then we draw each prize hmm. and then we take if you win then you get taken off the the list basically yeah. um the prizes are fucking they're so banger, cool. dude yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. holy shit you sent me like uh, a list of the ones you got <clears throat> at the time it looks amazing like so many generous people uh, they'll all be uh, listed and all yeah, the different some, prizes will be there some of them are like like in fact, I don't want to mention like no, no, we shouldn't mention specifics because there's a there lot is, and they're all amazing. Yeah, well, basically, what we're going to do is um, we're going to do uh, focuses on each of the the givers um, over December. Um, like, it's getting to the point where I'm worried that we're going to have too many prizes to fit into December. Like, <laughs> it's it's a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go and do that. Um, 
in other news, yeah, this is kind of the big one. Yeah, I'm going to be stepping away from the podcast. Yeah, I think we both will, uh, and uh, I think it's like I think we both reached this point where everything wrapped up really nicely with uh, E4. Uh, I think like a lot of us with like both of us with our sort of our characters kind of personal arcs yeah uh kind of really it, it it felt like we kind of fleshed them out in a really good way and mm-hmm. in a, a like a very satisfying way I'm sure I, I can't remember all the questions but I think some of them might be kind of tailored that way we can talk a bit more on this but it's like um yeah I feel like I feel very happy uh with where the podcast is and where we've taken it uh, and that's we have plans, I think, for the yes, future. Many plans. Um, good plans. So yeah. there will be other projects that we're going to be working on. Basically, I would like, I do a lot of the kind of behind the scenes stuff. Yes. Um, and recently I've been kind of struggling um, for a number of reasons, uh, which I won't go into. But the, the, I feel like I'm ready now after what, five and a half years yeah. Yeah. of. Just, just, just letting go of the lot noobs at the moment. We might come back to it. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, though. Yes. Um, I'm going to give the keys to this rickety old <laughs> ship to uh, Millie and Bung. Yeah. So, basically, from the first, I'm going to do the draw. I'm going to ri- like. I'm going out on such a high. It's yeah. been a great year. Yeah. We're going to raise a shitload of money for charity. Like. It's going to be fucking great. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to hand the keys over to the social media and all that stuff to Millie and Bung. If they want to keep going with it, they can. I'll eventually give every single bit of that to them and they yeah. can run things. I think they're going to do a fantastic... I think they've already been yeah, doing a fantastic I think that job. Was, it's, the other element to all of this is I think because we've been doing it for a while, um, there's kind of a, a limit. As I think, as to how much you guys probably want to hear about what maybe we have to say about oh, certain no, things. Oh no, no, there are savages. Yeah, out there, yeah, really. maybe. But um, I, 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 there's I, also a limit as to how much maybe we have to say, and there's other stories out there to be told other yeah. than ours. Um, um, what's nice is I think like like I know Millie listens to the podcast. Um, I think it's going to be. I think they're going to do a great job, and I f- still think it's going to feel like the LARP news. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like that they're, they're still going to like Bungle doesn't listen to the podcast, um, but <laughs> he's only one of our best mates. Yeah. Doesn't give a monkeys. You know what I mean? But um, no, I think I think it will still have that air of it. And I said, there's more stories to be told than just ours. Yeah, and I think they're going to do their thing. They're going to be fucking great. Yeah. I hope um that you uh well, you already know what they sound like and what they they're going to be like. And I think like the feedback that we got was really really positive. Yeah, really so, good. um obviously there's going to be a big change for our patrons. Um hopefully um you'll you'll continue to support them and then maybe more people will support them. Yeah. Like um they, who knows? They they will be bigger and better than us. Yes, I believe they will they be. They will be. Oh, yeah. 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 Much more Much attractive, more, yeah, charismatic. Yeah. Um, all of the things. Uh, like just on all the stats at but least yeah, one more. I think like uh for us I think it's it's a nice time for us. I yeah. think to like uh we we had we had a chat about it um over a course of times and those sort of long-term listeners will know that each year we've always kind of every, threatened to... every single year i'm like we should just call it to an end this yeah. year um but now i feel like 
especially like for me it's hard to come up with like this is the right time to end it yeah um with with the year that we've had yeah it's been amazing. I've been LARPing my balls off. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have the biggest and the best charity event everywhere. I'm, we're just going to ride off into the sunset, yeah. you know? Um, I say that. We may well be back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you might not be rid of us. Well, there's, uh, there's a couple of things. Like, there's a couple of episodes that I was, like, that have stuck around with me. Like, there's these two... Um, ladies in I think they're somewhere in Scandinavia they're not uh, I don't know whether they relate to each other or not but they are experts on um, Nordic LARP okay and I was really interested to go and talk to them and and so I might try and organise that so I might come back for like special odd yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. episode here and there if if, uh, if 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 that's what happens but um, yeah I'm excited for the future and I'm excited for Bung I'm excited for Millie You're I think they're going to do a Bung great Millie, job yeah. so um yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Well, we're going to go into some mushy. This is how much this project has meant to us. Stuff at the end. Yeah. But for now, Ian, we should crack into some questions. We got a cowboy hat here. Got a, got. Is it indeed Hennessy Jones's? This is Hennessy's spare hat. Spare hat. Yeah, it's the same make and model. It's just I did. Like, I haven't worn this one yet, but it is. It's chalky. Chalky full with wonderful questions. I have to say, I, I had a brief... You haven't actually seen any of these. I deliberately, because last year, I was the one that printed them out. Yes. and So I knew what they were. See, this year, and I'm then, that guy. And then you didn't know. Yeah. And I feel it's only fair that I now am you're going blindsided by these questions. Uh, but there's... Uh, I, I think... Are they good I think ones? these are the best questions yet. Really? I think so. Okay. So, uh, did you uh, want to start you. us off? I will. I will. I will yeah, start us off. We're totally going to get to the point where... Yeah, we should pass the hat so we don't forget who, who, who pulled the question. Uh, this one's from um, from Matthew Mattier. Uh, if you go back mm. and relive a LARP moment with no memories, which one would you do? Does the answer change with memories? Um, what does that mean with memories? So, well? so would having a, having a memory of a moment change which event you would pick to relive or is there something you'd like to walk into completely un- unbeknownst of what was about to happen and experience that again god that's a fucking abstract question it's a deep a question half. it's a good one though i think like for example there's certain like walking into a situation unknowing of what is going to happen uh there's two that really pop into my head yeah go on. uh there's the situation with uh taking the rap for everything that happened after the the debacle of the the military thing and Teller stepping forward uh it was scary it was like like walking to that situation dealing with all of the emotions of it and stuff was like a thing a very rare thing in my rp to sort of walk into and experience like the tension and the, and the pressure of it all that was cool the other one would be the fashion show uh, just on the opposite on the opposite end of the scale, the first fashion show, walking in with all of the nervous energy, uh, and it being really successful, massive triumph, huge highs, was so good. With memories uh, of what it is, and thinking about that, so this I is a memory that you're like going into knowing knowing of what will happen, and you want to replay it, replay basically. it, and and I I feel like this gives you that more kind of curatorial. Uh, directory kind of way what you'd like me maybe like to direct your attention to more 
I think something like Sinwig's uh, funeral uh, oh. and go, go, reliving that and going through uh, like paying attention because uh, I'd get to do it the second time round paying attention to all of the other things going on uh, uh, like or everybody else's reactions because obviously I'm very focused on uh, the immediate people who were there and, and who I focused on but it, I think it was such an emotional group moment that I would really like to have spent like if I was to relive it to give everybody else that sort of who was on that periphery of my vision time to enter my ocular nerves and cement themselves in my memory as well because it was just it was such an amazing moment of, of RP that's fucking baller how about um, you now I think going in and like re-experiencing it with no memory the fucking throne vote yeah. was pretty fucking yeah. amazing yeah and the yeah. exhilaration of uh smoking a cigar afterwards and being like i love it when a plan comes together yeah and there's no like it, it was just it felt great like it felt really really good and like and everything it, about that moment was so heightened I, like and, <laughs> so good by the end of this weekend we'll have a throne and an apology yeah. like that is like it's so funny yeah. and it works and it's like there's no all that's going to happen to Gellert now is He's going to get a lot of shit. Um, it's going to be amazing. Like, yeah. like none of the people involved are going to be like, oh yeah, Gellert definitely helped them. And yeah. history you, does not thank look you kindly. So much Gellert for doing that little trick you did and, and getting us across. That's not going to happen. Um, what's going to happen is people that wanted other candidates for the throne are going to be like that. Gellert Ashbourne is to blame, and it's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, with memories, with memories. So. One thing I'd like to do is, thinking about it, I don't know whether this breaks the rules of the question, but I would like to go back and just watch us on our first event. I think that's good. That's a good answer, dude. I like... want to see us, like, drowned rats. <laughs> and then pud singing yeah. in the Wintermark bar. Yeah. And us... And songs and stories, our yeah. first experience. So you almost want, like, a, a, um, a Christmas carol. Uh, third person perspective yeah. of our goings on our first battles and skirmishes oh gosh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like that would be it would be so fun to watch us that, like just to see how that's are we fun. that's fun yeah that's fun. right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, okay. if, yeah that's really good I hope that's a good answer yeah but, um, thank you for the question yeah it's uh yeah that first weekend Jesus the mud apocalypse Christ alive oh I see it's uh, a question from Lindy Fornhart. Ah, oh, Chris. Young Christopher from uh, Shatterstorm Diaries, which is very, very good. If you had a uh, LARP noobs... Um, cologne? Is it? Uh, yeah, branded cologne. What would you call it? <laughs> a lot of words flash through my mind just then very few of them uh, <laughs> dank uh, like... <laughs> dank by the larp noobs <laughs> as we said with like the um uh, the uh Dubois brothers kind of french style accent accent like uh, dank. <laughs> dank by larp noobs and it's just like a silhouette of you and your <laughs> moist by lap leaves. Yeah. Oh gosh. 
no, yeah. No, <laughs> I think that's about right. No, it's um. Yeah, what do you think? You got one? No, I think that's. I think that's that's about where it stands. Um, just uh, or, or like uh, always unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> idiocy by <Yeah>. nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, idiocy. Uh, Idiocy is pretty good, actually. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a wow, amazing question. Thank you. Um. (laughs) What does it smell like? That's another, that'll be a whole other question. Oh, no. It has to come like with bubbles. Wood smoke. With bubbles. No, I'm not not putting my name on it if it's got fucking bubbles on it. Listen, listen. I'm not fucking supporting that. You can have your own range of talents. Oh, yes. Talis. And they'll be way more successful than Oh my gosh, it would be the best. I have like bath bombs. Yeah. When you like those when, you, <laughs> when you spritz it, it comes out as bubbles. Amazing. And then you yeah. like pops on your skin and yeah. that's what like Yeah. It's just called rondology. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, th- this is from the wonderful director of our uh our skit, uh Millie. Mm. Um do you guys view yourselves as the main characters in your LARP stories? Definitely not. <laughs> no. Although it's been interesting to see Ooh. the change. See, I was going to question you on this. I feel for me, if I was to gauge Talis, who is, very much, you've had more LARPs and doing different things. Who I feel now a cult leader. Listen, so I feel Talis is like, if we were thinking of this like a sitcom or a drama show or a series, a TV series, right? Uh, I feel Talis is like an amusing side character who some people may <laughs> like and other people absolutely despise. Uh, but for some people, he's like their favourite B-story side character. No, see, I was going to... like. I think Talis is like... Because you have a lot of, like, emo depth to your character. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like there's enough in... Also, Talis, by the way has changed so dramatically yeah. because you've changed as a person yeah. um, that like Talis of E1 in 2019-18 whenever the fuck we first went is is not the same beast as Talis that walks today. No, I think Talis is probably more analogous to something maybe like uh, something like Willow from Buffy, right? Like that kind of character or something like that. Like a kind of a... Uh... No, like Lord Flashheart. <laughs> Lord Flashheart would be amazing. I wish I could be Lord Flashheart. Dude, you are Lord Flashheart. <laughs> Jesus amazing. Christ. You have a fucking a little cup and a like the straw okay. and you're like really like you're just flouncing around the place. Yeah. You're dressed like so like it's you are yeah. your own show. But there's all there's Ian, all the emo get, stuff that's attached to it. You're not like even that. a performer and you're hired to go to events just to be talents. <laughs> Like, you're not there to sing, you're not there to dance, you're not there to tell stories, you're there to blow bubbles and be Talis. Yeah. Because the very presence of Talis is enough. Um, I think I'm going to have to be, like, specific about different characters. Yes, I think so. Gellert is probably a side character. I think he's an interesting He's an interesting I feel he's... You know what? He's kind of like a... uh, Like... Like, the kind of character who started off as, like like, a... a quite a background character, but has actually grown and grown and grown into a yeah. He's into like, like actually like oh, he's actually part of yeah. the main plot. Like in season one, yeah, like he's in the background doing something, yeah. right? Or you introduce him into like a, yeah. a he's in like Got a couple scene. of lines, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's and Chief O'Brien, like, yeah, ex- Chief O'Brien is a greedy good because <laughs> he then ends up going through like 
Deep Space Nine yes, and yes. gets tortured a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I think O'Brien that's probably must true. Pay. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> the O'Brien must suffer. Yeah. God, that guy takes a fucking beating. Yeah. Like, it's a rare old twatting. Yeah, he the psychological damage on him. Yeah. And even like Miko is just so mean to him all the time. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Um but then I think like the Dubois are firmly inside character. Like they Strong are Strong side characters. Yeah, they might have a the spin-off vibes. show where they're the yes, main characters, yes. but they are a hundred percent not the main characters. They are the comedy side characters of the free company. What about Hennessy Jones? Hennessy Jones might qualify as like the grey protagonist in a western. Yeah. I feel Hennessy Jones like uh bear in mind I've only been to one event uh, of Flying Lead, but I felt when I was watching you and the interactions around you as Hennessy Jones, I felt like there was some protagonist energy going on. Yeah. That was very strong. Anti-hero. Yeah, all of the things. Maybe not like the main character, but like definitely in that sort of top billing of... Yeah, like, uh, you know, Deadwood has like, yeah. there's no main character yes, in Deadwood. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, it definitely felt like that kind of energy. It was, it, I know this is a very egotistical question to answer in some ways, but like, I feel like... Dude, it's the last episode. The last episode. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. We're going big, you know? Um, no, no. Let's just fucking... No excuses. No apologies. We're just... I think also, talk. to be fair, there's also another thing where it's like, over time, finding those elements of your character that you're... You, because you become bigger, more confident, all those kind of things. Characters grow. Your confidence grows. Uh, and realising that like... You can be the big energy in the room if you want to be. That's been a huge change. Um, yeah, okay, cool. I've got a question here from Matty um, Davies. She's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, Amazing. LARP moment you talk about uh, relive the most. Um, this is actually a massive problem with running a podcast. Yeah. Is that I will be, we'll be shooting the shit and I'll go, this really funny thing happened. Yeah. And then people will be like, yeah, I know. I listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, we tell all of our best LARP stories yeah. on the podcast. And therefore... And Nobody I can't remember anymore. I can't remember <laughs> the ones that we told and didn't tell. Like, um, so, like, I don't know. I... Maybe the one that kind of like, a really special one that I like to talk about is the uh, the kind of romance story that Hennessy had in his first event at Flying Lead. I thought yeah. that was like if I'm going to give like a, a an idea of how transcendent um, and emotional and how interesting LARP can be. Yeah. Um, like for me. I'm not really interested in ball gowning. Uh, ball gowning is when you basically play romantic or, or date people in the thing. I think the way that narrative played out was um, the short version is Henny C met a character and basically they were like, oh, he was a rest, a fan of them. And then another player said, why don't you invite him to go? Yeah. And it just made me realize like, this is such an interesting point of view of who Hennessy is, yeah. and like where his uh, like his macho machismo is is like probably a defense mechanism because he struggles to deal with his emotions and all this yeah. stuff. And it was just like Antonio, played by Ollie, was like he's just fucking awesome. Like yeah. he's a really cool dude. Um, 
So to have this play out and then to end tragically, I don't I don't need to role play us actually being romantic together. Yeah. We can just um like it 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 was such a perfect little narrative mm. um that I, I think it was yeah, so I I, I sometimes I often talk about that like with people. And I think that's where this question's angled is like, what would you tell other people about if you're talking to them about the hobby, how like the 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 greatness of the of the hobby, if you like, and, and yeah. those kind of things, the things that invite people in. Um I think for me, uh probably everything around again all all the all the tele stuff with the military debacle and stuff but p- particularly angled towards everything with Yelona and that whole storyline <laughs> poor Yelona uh, and like the fact that there's this unexpected element which changes the the scope of the story from being this very kind of big national scale story to this very personal story about like losing a friendship and and getting it back uh, and then it, it and again, this is why I feel like both the characters, I feel like this is a great time for us to s- step away because these characters, they had like nice little bows, even though they they carry on and I'm sure loads of more interesting things going to happen to our characters, but it's like Hopefully. narratively just for where we're at and the stories we've told. I felt like yeah. getting my bow, uh, Hello to Loyalty by Bung at the end of uh, the last event and getting to like sing my song and do all of that was like... The, the the that element that arc of the story which went from like all the questioning that I've been the inciting that's happened multiple times all of that uh, the the sort of year of kind of like soul searching that Talos has had and discovery of self it was just like such a perfect way telling people that story which is actually like quite a long story in a way but Ian, uh, yeah, but you're known for your brevity. Uh, my brevity is, some, is one of you, my best qualities. It is your watchword that you <laughs> live by. Is but, why say too much when you can keep it brief? Just keep it going. Just always talk. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that that would like be, be one of them. Uh, again, from uh, Millie. Uh, who is your favourite slash comfort character, either LARP or D&D? Uh, you play and why <laughs> oh man if you're bringing D&D into it as well um, I mean and, and any, any tabletop system oh man uh, I still have oh, you go first I need to I need Ooh. to process that a minute because there's comfort oh. character also is I play a lot of emo stuff you are I'm love. a glutton for emo um, they don't understand so, the pain deep inside. Deep inside. No one understands <laughs> me. Um, so comfort character is like I'm often like my character is kind of like heart wrenched inside. Even when they're happy, there's something deep internal going on that's causing them pain. Uh, which <laughs> we talked about this the other day, and it was just like going through your previous characters. Yeah, and the angsty and Jesus, the angst in them. Um, so. I'm really enjoying my current character in the campaign we're playing. I'm getting to play this sea elf called uh, Casadilla de Curiosa. And she's like this kind of uh, pirate. Uh, she's a explorer. pirate. Yeah, there's an element of a story. We'll get, but like, yeah. Uh, and yeah, she's she's just great fun to play. She's like, a fancy elf. Yeah. Who thinks butter wouldn't melt in their mouths. <laughs> and you're a dwarf that hates us so much. Oh my gosh. I'm um, just, I'm playing an antagonist. Yeah, you are. And moment. you're doing a great job. Shad that. Split Metal. Yeah. The bar- barbarian dwarf. Oh my gosh. 
And he's so Scottish, and he's just angry about being five foot three. Um, <laughs> you know, four, was it three? You keep changing three, the size. So three smaller, foot smaller. is three foot eight because a dwarf size should be four foot to five foot, and I want him to be like shorter than other dwarves. Yeah, and that's why he's so fucking angry uh, all the time. He's just oh my gosh, he he's, he's a great character. Hashtag Shad did nothing wrong. Oh my gosh, don't even. Um, <laughs> but no, so uh, she's great fun to play as a comfort character. Uh, Talis, of course, is uh, if you go into LARP, the real answer is is of course going to be Talis. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's just there's points of just utter joy of just getting to be uh, flouncing around. You've literally become a landmark. Like you're one of those characters that's like, who the fuck is that guy? And then someone will be like. Oh, that's Talis. I, you should go and talk to him. He's mental. I had some uh, people <laughs> come up to me at the end of the of the last one. They were like, "Oh, we thought you were an NPC," and yeah. I actually meant a lot to me because it was like, you know, um, yeah, it was it was really like, yeah. So it's been it's been really mm. good fun. Talis is so much it's so easy to be, um, even with all the the kind of the the heart wrenching stuff that's part of it. How about you? Uh, comfort character. Definitely um, Jean-Michel Dubois. I love role-playing with Callum. Yeah. He, like, he's my LARP husband. We, there's nothing that we can't achieve together. Like, we just bounce off each other constantly. We, it's, it's so cooperative and beautiful. And now our characters have become, like, a thing, right? Mm. They're members of the free company. Like, they're ridiculous but also weirdly effective. Yeah. And therefore, like, there's this, like, lots of people throw shade at the Dubois, but they're also, like, really well-respected mm. and will get stuff done and actually very good people if you want to go and blow something up. there, yeah. If you want to go and blow something up, go and speak to the Dubois, right? Yeah. So much fun. Um, I love the little posse that we have as well with Ellie. Um Doctor Portal. Oh my gosh! Um, the whole I, I court just love case hearing stuff. Stories, it's dude. so good. It, 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 you sound. The thing is, you sound like you're having a blast every time you play that character. Yeah, I think Northern Kingdoms is Northern Kingdoms is the best LARP in the UK, or the one that I've attended. Yeah, let me put it that way. The, it's so good, um, and and the game system, the way that they kind of like help tailor skills and attributes to your character is like mm. fucking incredible. Like so you, it's, incredible. dude, like you, I'm yeah. so jealous. There's only one event next year. Um, uh, as for, was it favorite character games? player? Oh, uh, tabletop games. Um, I'm really enjoying playing Nicomo Makato, which is, um, <laughs> he's a pirate who lost his crew through being usurped by his best mate. And now he's in the far lands and he's basically like super flamboyant and like You're... he's got gold teeth and he's a tiefling and he's he's awesome. You're a morally grey character. Yeah. In, uh, let's cast it as a a group of much darker shaded grey morally yeah. grey people. When the pirate is one of the moral companies in the group. One of? Yeah. The. The, yeah, <laughs> the moral compass of the group. Um, yeah, I really like playing him. But I would say um, Teddy. Teddy, yeah, I was going to go to Teddy. Um, 
I loved playing Teddy. Yeah. And now Teddy is like T- Teddy was a human paladin who um, was the youngest uh, son of a really adventury famous family, and he was like the the kind of runt of the litter at six foot two or whatever. He has a lot of those same beats yeah. as uh, in a way the Dubois with that whole thing of like people will often. Uh, underestimate him and stuff but he's actually very effective and also has a lot of qualities that people miss out on Teddy was all hot yes like Teddy is an idiot and he's like but he cares so much and like that that beautiful moment where uh, a friend of ours Ben joined the thing uh, joined the discord and was just like wanted to listen to us play yeah and then everyone's explaining who their characters are and they were like oh my guy's called Teddy He's a he's a noble and uh, yeah he's a and he was just like you know what sounds like a right fucking prick you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. what an arsehole and everybody in the group was like hey don't be talking uh, shit about Teddy Teddy's Teddy's the best heart out there yeah he's Teddy if there's a burning building and anyone's going to come diving through the window yeah to come and rescue you it's Teddy he might not even fully and, and he was. The Teddy rolls were ridiculous. Teddy, Teddy Dice was actually incredible. So any perception roll, Teddy would fail. He yeah. wouldn't notice anything. Literally like, an orc standing outside the window next to him. Yeah, like there's a bar <laughs> fight about to happen and Teddy is completely oblivious and everyone else has picked up on it. But then, like, he'll just crit everything where Teddy needs to crit. So like, good. I rolled so many 20s it got to the point so where I was just like, you don't need to be good at D&D. You just need to roll 20s yeah. the whole time. Um, yeah. Outrageous. I mean, the, the, the problem is there's like, again, when you were saying comfort characters, I mean, like, I would love to say Ez uh, and and Crimson, but the reality is they're just, they're so heartrendingly, uh, and they're, 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 they're such personal characters uh, that there's basically... Um, an echo night where like they were essentially two characters and one was uh yes because because ian i know <laughs> ian one character is not enough characters for ian to play in a role play game he needs two characters <laughs> and when it gets to the point where we're literally listening to ian talk to himself when you say it like that it sounds so bad like oh my gosh jesus ian but yeah. it was i actually really thought uh the crimson queen and ez was a really i i also think this is like something that's fun about your um your development in role play has been like kind of like learning to get in touch with your feminine side more Absolutely, and yeah. also like to play quite vulnerable characters or, or strong female characters and just like and I think Ez and the Queen represent that dynamic incredibly well because they are one character they just represent the two different sides of of what you're learning about like yeah. yourself and all this stuff i think it's really interesting it was it was a really important character for me as a person uh and actually coincided really well with the way talus sort of changed and morphed and that was i think there was a lot of yeah. synergy there with the two so yeah uh, but definitely God, maybe a, not a comfort that was, character that was, a, that was my <laughs> turn is it yeah. i've already started to forget um, do you want to grab yourself another drink? Here? No, I've got plenty of drinks. Oh, you've got drinks. Yeah, yeah, I've got. We, we, by the way, we stack up drinks in front yeah. of us because we talk for so long. And so uh, I'm a thirsty boy as well. Ian chugs like I've literally just got him a uh, a pint of Coke because he the it just I don't know where it goes. Ian, it just goes down you. It's like, nervous energy. Yeah, I've got like a, a couple of. You're ciders. quite disciplined. No, I forget. Yeah, like I'm one of those people. 
all of my exes gave me so much shit for this where <laughs> I would order a beer the beer would sit on the table and be like full until it lost most of its bubbles and then became like room temperature and then I would just drink the whole thing so it's like there's no like ooh I'll sip my way through. Like it's it's a it's like a bell. It's a classy guy. It's a, what, what's that graph called? You know where it kind of like bell curve. Yeah, yeah, but like it, it ramps up at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. where the fluid oh, gets right, drunk yeah, really yeah. fast. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, right here we got Daniel Wild. Um, what character type, e.g., healer, trader, diplomat, do you want to try next? Ooh, it's that's actually a very pertinent question because uh, you're going to kill off Talis? no more well, you're going to kill off Talis? no but like the way Talis actually had to change because uh, originally um being with the Navarch and stuff he had like this kind of military angle to him and then when i'm not saying that that, that avenue of the game is closed it's, it's not like <clears throat> entirely mm-hmm. but like having to move like because of all the the sort of the the it's kind of political aspects of it and what the character represents in terms of things. It, it, it's meant that I've kind of maybe had to think about what he does next uh, and looking at, like, do I go into trading? Do I go into uh, sort of trying to get something built, which is really where I'm kind of angling and next. And to get something built, is trading, a lot. Might, trading might be something that you... Instead of trading for the sake of trading... yeah. You have a purpose, and yeah. therefore going around and trying to make money is actually something yes. much more. So, like, well. that's project next year is just to try and make um, money and get something built, which is something I've not done before, and I'm not even sure I'll enjoy. To be honest, but we'll see. You will. You're. You're. you're I don't know. We'll see. We'll I, see. I yeah. think I, I, I. The thing is, I still have to do it as Telus, which means it's suboptimal. Um, <laughs> if for any reason Gellert dies, um, I had this idea of playing like a butcher healer yeah, like this and doing it very blood and guts like yeah. I want to have lots of fake blood entrails I want to have um, I can't remember an idea of how to uh, like uh, put fake blood under pressure so it shoots out over my shoulder when I'm doing like a, uh, yeah. a wound or something obviously I have to be very careful with who you do this with I'll be like are you okay with yeah. some pretty graphic shit because um, I want to like do that but Ian I'm also if you'll excuse me one second yeah. I bought something recently and I want to show what? it to you this is it's gonna this is a surprise to me I'll be right back okay he's gonna be right back but no I think like if I was thinking of another character I've had like this kind of idea for uh, maybe going Brass Coast and uh, ooh he has presented a bow <laughs> now for all the shit <laughs> for all the shit I've had to endure <laughs> if you eventually go as an archer <laughs> I'm not going to go as uh, dude I, oh it's so good Ian, I Ian. Can't believe, the amount of shit <laughs> you can't actually like bear in mind right <laughs> Dave is the <laughs> I would say like borderline best friend energy levels of shit over my <laughs> over the fact I'm hate to win or I have to deal with it all oh, you're the time so brave sitting at the back while all the rest of us the deal with the fight when he is an abject coward that's not true <laughs> I'm not going to argue against that but not right now okay 
But, so Orion told me yeah. that there's this thing mm. where you can make something that yep. gives you the marksman ability. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I was thinking about joining the Navarches. I can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And then one day, Ian, yeah. I'm going to run the Navarches. I'm Listen, <laughs> the, the, the Empire needs good good quality archers, and I hope you live up to the standards. Uh, good for you. Actually, it I looks mean, like a really nice bow. It is a really, it yeah, is a really it's nice, nice bow. I, it was an impulse buy, and I really couldn't afford it's it. It's really nice. It's but... a lovely uh, brown bow for those who can't see. Nice uh, uh, two-tone stitching on, on the uh, limbs. Uh, really nice. Uh, good for you, Dave. I was going to like keep it for a surprise, but seeing that we're not going to do... Is, like, I, I figure now is the now, time, Now right? is the time. You've left me quite speechless, you son of a bitch. Amazing. I believe the amount of shit you give me. So funny. Oh, my God. All right. Jeez, I guess I'm going to start to that. <laughs> shit I can swallow. Unbelievable. So Unbelievable. Good. All right. This is, <laughs> this is from our good friend Tom at Larps and Tops. Uh how has LARP helped you grow as people in 2023? Oh, 23? Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, if it's difficult to really separate the year. Uh, I mean, and if you were to phrase it as just as people, you, it's such a huge question. You went to your first other LARP from Empire. I did. What else did you do this year? Um, you had the whole storyline, yeah. Talis retreat storyline, yeah. the the taking the blame, the getting fucking tattooed on your face. You're getting branded, yeah. branded yelled at by people in the league. Um, you became the bubble man. Um, you had branding. You have gone to many fancy parties. Yeah, it's uh, but how it's changed me as a person. Um, I think this was the year I really uh, stepped up in terms of the RP I wanted to both engage with and receive uh, and also uh, and, and give out. Uh, like, I, I felt much more I wanted to, like... I'd kind of, like, last year I felt like Talis had become a thing and people kind of had, had, had enjoyed it as, like, a, an element of Navarre. Uh, and... and you know people kind of knew who you was. were testing the water last yeah, year yeah I, I felt this year is just like there's only one thing the character does and that's go bigger uh, and uh, I, I feel like I've hit like a nice level now where uh, it's kind of like which yeah. it's not it's not a thing that I, like I never um, the Ashbourne curse yeah jeez um, but I never thought I would do any uh, performance <clears throat> I never thought I would do any uh Sort of uh, public speaking, anything like that. These are always things that I've told myself I can't do. I'm not able to do. We had this conversation, and it was, I think, it was this year, where you said something about, "Oh, I'm not, a, I'm not really a people person, or I'm not very good at." Composing. It was something around that, right? Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You're the most social person I know. You're literally like, you're." The, the most social butterfly of everyone in our group. You love going around talking to people, interacting with people, uh, meeting new people. Like, I think that's, I think, uh, I don't want to answer the question for you, but like, I'm going to. Um, the, <laughs> the, you've expanded your like self-confidence and like knowing that you're 
totally valid to be a flamboyant character. Yeah, I think also there's there's uh, the the elements I really love about being Talus is um, the aspects that are just very me, where I like I I like being nice to uh, new people and like being like able to introduce people to things, get people excited about things, and be kind because uh, he's not. He's not a mean character, even though he's kind. Of, he has his kind of like. Uh, he's just not a mean character. He's so actually is a very nice person generally. Uh, he has like failings and faults and weaknesses, but he's generally wants the best for everybody. He has a very positive outlook on things, uh, and like those are things that are quite kind of meish in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been fun discovering that like making those things which have always been quite introspective in myself be big and out there and this is who i am to people Mm -hmm. has been very big this year uh for me and that's been a big big element how about yourself um i don't know like i suffer from a lot of depression and anxiety so if that 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 hasn't come across i did an episode on mental health but i i suffer a lot from it um i have my big ups and downs um this year i've had my ups and downs that's for damn sure but i think like um i think the nice thing about being gellert is it's made me feel a lot more confidence in my convictions like i feel like even sometimes when things are i'm not saying the most popular thing mm. I'm still like it always comes from a place where you know you, sometimes people aren't going to agree with you on everything but I feel like the my moral island of who I am I feel is is I feel pretty confident in who Dave is as a person and my my forces in the world you mm. know like um I, I feel like that's and I think role plays really help with that uh also, I think like Hennessy um, allowed me to play a much more darker grey character, yeah, and that let me get a bit more kind of like like it's kind of a macho character, which I'm really not, and it's like that was kind of fun to play around with that kind of thing, you know. It's been fun actually because uh, you do yeah. uh, you play quite kind of. Uh heroic noble characters is maybe not quite the way but like well-intentioned uh yes. well-meaning characters yes is, 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 you've often and yeah. they've always had like the, the heart of gold kind of element is part of it um so seeing you play people who have like definite qualities of that, that this is a this is a dark flawed element of this person yeah and you bring in those out in terms of the rp you've brought has been your, your rp by the way You've really been. Spin. I mean, you're always great, but uh, it's absolute pleasure to watch you operate. The 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 the, the subtlety of range and uh, and the way you can bring the 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 hammer down with a performance at times as well. It, like it's it's so good. Uh, it, it, like it, watching you operate as as Hennessy uh, is an absolute treat. Like seeing like that. It's all the subtle things. It's like you'll be sitting there having a conversation with people. And you're like thumbing your gum, uh, and then I'll, I'll kind of mention it to you later, and you don't even realise that that was what you're doing because you're so kind of like living the character out. 
it's yeah, it's been really fun. Like that element of it, and I think having the confidence to explore some of those parts and bring those forward. Safety really is also a thing. Yeah. Like I don't want to be in the point where like I worry about being an antagonistic character and making other people feel bad. Mm. Like I think it's really important to check in with people and try and like safety and inclusion is really important for me. Um, and this is kind of like been a learning process, but like being able to play rougher role play with people that all understand that like this is a character rather than Dave yeah. and this isn't a personal attack this isn't an excuse and believe me that, this stuff happens in the community yeah. like um, there are I mean this is one thing about LARP is like there's a lot of different people a lot of different like people come at the the thing like we we, we always say this like nerds can be some of the most vicious people in the world mm-hmm. right um, so for me I've always tried to tried to anyway be like only bang with people that are are up for it but like uh, i don't know like it's been really nice like when i told tom from larps and tarps to fuck off as <laughs> hennessy jones and he scurried off uh, like that was such a bizarre experience for me but yeah i'm sorry i'm rambling let's answer no, a question i think another element to this uh that i think if you think about how uh, in the political game, for example, with Gellert, uh, your reaction to uh, not having things go your way and oh being bummed God. out about it as compared to now, where you kind of... I think you have a lot more... I think a more perspective of, like, uh, what it is to go through a process and succeed and fail and how you deal with that and internalise that. I think that's been something you've really uh, I, mastered I think- a lot more. Gellert's political career has been really interesting. And it's what's weird is, like, from my point of view, it's like the... I've had, like, loads of support. Like, yeah. it's kind of interesting playing... Like, because the confidence to be a senator. Yeah. Navarre is a big nation. Yeah. And we have three senators. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Yeah. Is, like, that's fucking crazy to me, right? Like, uh, I've had to go out to standing yeah. when I have to follow... Um, Martin who plays Travid who is so good at public speaking he literally just goes and and knows what's going on and like here's what's going on and this and this and this and this and this and then you have uh, Simon playing Leafy who is the um, really experienced journeyman of politicians like he knows he's been there he's seen that he knows exactly what the fuck is going on and then there's then there's Muggins here and like um i don't know the support has been really really nice and to be like like i hear this a lot from people where they're like you have all the qualities to be a really really good senator and i'm like yeah but i'm shit and they're like <laughs> they're like it takes time like you're doing a really good job like going especially into the the political snake pit that is empire where people have been literally paying the a lot of senators have been there since day one our games are so different dude yeah. <laughs> it's so different yeah very different anyway it's give me a it's made me grow a lot anyway uh this is from chris thompson will you ever play a thief rogue war uh warlord etc like a proper unlawful type wow you- well, I mean, you kind of do as Hennessy, right? Yeah, you do, Hennessy, like, I would uh, uh, say that's true. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I think a warlord character 
<laughs> Mainly because, like, Riz, who's played by our friend David, who was yeah. the ex-minister for Hakinia, yeah. um, he's basically doing that now. And it was funny talking to him because he did politics for ages. Yeah. And then he was like, nah, I just want to be a warlord. <laughs> and it's like... he's re- Oh, man, he's so... He's um, really charismatic. So and really the, good and... there is a progression where it's just like... You, you can kind of go full circle with LARP, yeah. where when you first go, all you want to do is drink free beer for fake money and uh go on fights and then maybe like you get to the point where you're like that's all i want to do again like that's that's what my game is i'm just gonna go and organize units and fight and have fun and not worry about it you know so i I fully appeals yeah ah yeah uh a rogue or a thief though uh for me i I did do that a little bit as jasper jasper was uh, a much more of a scoundrelly kind of low level uh i felt like a like a uh side street pit pocket this is your level this is my flying lead character and uh that was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um he's uh a lot more morally gray uh wheels and deals a lot more uh talus tends to shoot fairly uh straight dice all the time really he's yeah quite... well you're not gonna sneak up on anyone are you? no um you'd see him coming if you were trying to pick pockets yeah I mean he has agendas uh, and 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 schemes but they're not they're not anything like uh, antagonistic generally while Jasper definitely was like um, what's my out in various situations who (laughs) could be thrown under the bus if the things came down and they were coming for me that he's that kind of guy right I think Um, I think thieving at LARP is something well i think crime generally actually i i i don't know whether like i have i can be eloquent enough to explain exactly what i mean by this but like crime is fine if you do it in the right way Mm. okay so like i don't want to just steal from people yeah i want to do it for a really good reason and for it to add game rather than subtract it. Yes, right? I think that's the most important thing. And I think also like there's this idea of like valuing other people's time and effort and also the experience they're going to gain from the thing that you're doing uh, and being empathetic to the other people around you. And and there's like that that's really true of all RP. Really, you yeah. want to make a situation where. Uh, <laughs> Whatever it is, whether the RP is emotional, whether it's antagonistic, whether it's supportive, what you're really doing is helping drive the 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 vista of the world ar- around you that other people can experience um, and enjoy. The yes and, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's like improv, right? Not that I've done a huge amount of improv, but a lot of times when I hear people talk about improv, that's basically what LARP is. Um, improv with rules. Yeah. So it's like, if I can make something more interesting then like for example um the diamond being stolen at nightmare recently like someone stole a diamond from the museum that's fucking fun yeah right like because you're stealing off a a crew item it creates talk and all that stuff like that's fun yeah whereas if you just like nick someone's fucking coin purse it's like oh well another example of this actually from flying lead that i thought was very effective was when people poisoned the uh the beer at, yeah, we're using the snakes yeah. at the tavern that we were running, the saloon that we we're running. People had put uh, snakes there to poison it, and then um, everybody who had had drinks the previous night 
came down with this illness. There was a role-playing effect that people had to go through. It made game They for everyone, also right? checked in. Yes. Uh, and were like, hey, are we cool with this? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, that's just fucking really solid, yeah. good role-play. Yeah. Is like going, I'm going to do something to, to antagonise this yeah. person. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's also like, it's more dangerous at larger fest LARPs because there's so many people yeah and there's very little oversight yeah and um, the victim's less likely to know what is going on exactly. and for what reason and what the intention is behind the action exactly uh and if there's any malicious acting that's part of it so if i was going to be a, a thief at empire yeah i would leave a calling card yeah, I mean, I, I like something, have this, something uh, like that. I want to create narrative through what I'm doing. Again, right? I think it hits all of the same notes that I, I say this all the time. But if you've got a secret, the only pers- purpose of having a secret is that eventually yeah. there's a chance it could be revealed. Uh, and that goes that's true of so many aspects of role play uh, that bottling something up just for you and your own pleasure of uh, having the thing that other people don't know with no one and, and you'll always have it over them I, I don't know that's not something for yeah. me personally I, that I would, I would enjoy it. so like the idea of being like uh, the gentleman thief where you rob from the rich because they're unvirtuous and then you give that money away for example right that's you know yeah. anyway yeah. I have a, a question from Andy Connell who uh, called me out on all my email roleplay thank Lucky you very much Andy Andy Connell uh, they called me out so hard um, so good he nailed it though. he absolutely he nailed absolutely. it and, and he, he nailed to the mast a good a good burn yeah is based I, in I, reality I, I had to Picard double uh, so face palm myself when he, when he a said really it. good episode a really way. good episode yeah. um, but he, he says uh, what is your premier choice of LARP boots and why is it high axe now I haven't actually uh, worn high axe but I would say uh, good footwear uh, I know this is very kind of mundane, and this is kind of a jokey yeah. question in a sense, but... Um, good top footwear. ten things I wish I knew before going to LARP. Having good footwear is really good. It's, yeah. it's big and clever, and um, often there's that whole thing about, like, uh, costume starts <laughs> from uh, above the ankle. I, I, although I think, like, oh, sometimes that's overblown. You don't want to be, like, come in your bright, uh, you know, white sort of sneakers or whatever, but, like... But that's bad footwear anyway. Yeah. What you want is just nice, comfy stuff that's going to keep you dry and uh, look after you. And yeah, definitely good good shoes. I've heard good things about Hi-Ax. I I have um, some Altberg Warriors, which are, are really good. Yeah, I can't remember the brand of mine. It's one of the army type yeah. walking boots that supports the heel, whatever. It's really good. Yeah. I also am a huge fan of my cavalry boots. Um, they're... Yeah. they're they started off and all I did was get blisters on them. Uh, they still kind of suck when I'm You've doing a lot them of things. Now, though, right? They're broken in and they're yeah. a lot more comfortable. So I actually really like wearing the booties. Um, um, that's actually a thing. Um, do do try and break your kit in a little bit before you go to a yeah, uh, You'll be surprised. And definitely do a dry run of, uh, if you can have the chance. Um, I, I told you once about my weird uh, ritual of like when I'm making new kit where I kind of put it all on and then see if I can do basic tasks uh, like make a cup of tea and pick things up from the ground without having to put everything down. Um, I think it actually like logistically helps. Do you? Well, that's a problem for you because you carry like that's never an issue. That's n- never been a problem for me. <laughs> never for me. Literally never. <laughs> no, 
you, the amount of times that you've been leaving to go to a battle and then yeah. all your arrows fall on the floor and then you oh, lean gosh. over to pick it up and then something else falls off you and then you get snagged on something like See, you, you're uh, it's it's fu- the fact that Ian's made it this far into life is sometimes frankly astonishing it and is. like in your I surprise myself you are like Especially when you're hurry, like oh my god, when you're like, I have to go get ready for this skirmish. It's like the whole camp has to kind of help, and even then, you're a wrecking ball. So bad. The thing is, like, like over this this year actually has been better on that front because it's been like uh, I've just been able to be like. And now I'm just going to have a stupid ass coconut and a straw that is going to slosh around all the time, and it is just accepting the fact that everything I do is impractical rather than trying to be practical. because <laughs> yeah, why would you want to be on brief, right? Um, <laughs> right, uh, we have a question here from Obi Rose. Nice, hi Obi. Um, what are your LARP, uh, your dream LARP when you started versus your dream LARP now? And why has it changed if it has? Would you like to playing different roles or settings? Great, really good question. Ooh. I have a I have an itch for a sci-fi. The problem is mm-hmm. uh, the the aesthetic that I want from a sci-fi in my head is like it, it needs to look really good, uh, like and I like but like it and also it needs to be like it needs to hit the right the right like I'm not necessarily talking like a post-apocalyptic sci-fi. I kind of want something kind of Mass Effecty. I don't know. Like, I, there's a certain vision, you know what I mean? Like, there's a certain vision of a sci-fi I want in my head that I, I, I don't, I can't quite put Do into words. Do you think that's changed from when you started? Yeah, I think, like, the fantasy thing was definitely a big draw. And I do love fantasy, mm-hmm. I love all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because I've done the Western, because I've done the fantasy thing... Because uh, Western was another thing that always appealed, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, see, I've never had, like... I'm not really a huge... Because um, uh, I know, for example, you're quite into, like, Pike and Shot kind of style stuff and that sort of... Um... Less Pike and Shot, more Napoleonic. Yeah, see, that never really appeals to I me. I fucking love that period in history. Yeah, it's... I, I, yeah, it's never been a thing for me. Um, there's, like, Forlorn Hope at ILARP, which I haven't gone to, but um, that's that, that looks good. Um... I definitely have, like, I think one of the big draws about Empire, which is why Empire is one of the, the main draws, is having loads of people there, this big town mm-hmm. vibe, and also the scale of the battles. Yes. Um, not, that I, not that I don't really enjoy these giant battles, but the things that really draw me in now are, like, I think Northern Kingdoms does this really well, where there's so much story... And reactivity mm. in what's happening. I think that's something that I I, I enjoy more in LARPs is having something that's a lot more reactive. Mm. Um, ooh, I can't really talk about it. Mm. But there might be things happening next year that are very interesting. Oh, really? Okay. So just, I'm just going to plant that seed, everyone. There's something very interesting happening, uh, not 2024, 2025, I think. Right. But. And I don't that, even know. Or maybe I can't I do really know. talk about it because some of the mechanics that of a thing that I can't talk about 
are very interesting and very dynamic. Okay. And it's like, I think that's one thing that's slightly lacking from a lot of games is is feedback to crew and game runners in real time. i tell you what was kind of eye-opening with regards when you were saying like large-scale battles and stuff like that and how that all that pans out was uh, going to Flying Lead and seeing actually uh, how intense but also numerous the combatants could feel because of the uh, good narration of the battle, the, the good uh, orchestration of the battle spaces that we're in and the way yeah. that kind of made the uh, the moments when the town's under attack or you're fighting in the underbrush and and people are coming out of the trees from nowhere with axes screaming their heads off right yeah uh, all of that suddenly felt like you get a lot of those vibes of having lots and lots and lots of people there uh because the reality is when you're in those big battles sometimes you can only see like you're so in it you're only seeing like 20 people around you anyway of course there's always that thing of looking out across the battlefield and seeing Hundreds and hundreds of people. The that colors, visuals, all of the them. nations, uh, all that stuff. I am actually, hopefully, going to a Lord of the Rings LARP in Scotland. Yes, this uh, looks that looks very and good. And I know the people that are running it, they're unbelievably good role players. That that might be one of the things that I'm most looking forward to. Oh, God. You just read... what? Okay, this is a good next one. question. Thank you. It's by... From, from uh, Ralph Wellington. Thank you very much, by the way, Ralph. Um, absolute pleasure. Um... If Geller and Talis were to swap roles slash places <laughs> yeah. for a day at Empire, yeah. who do you think would have a better or worse time? Well, we all know the answer to this. We all know the answer to this. I don't but, know. Ralph, what the fuck are you talking about? That isn't even a question. You that you would literally... Bear in mind, it depends how you phrase it, right? Because you would have to do what I do. Yeah. Do you think you, you would enjoy to... doing what I would do? Who wouldn't enjoy... Just but you hate everything f- that I do. Yeah, because I'm so <laughs> fucking jealous. Because you're like, oh, there's all this fucking the Empire and all this important stuff that's happening. But all I'm going to do is blow bubbles and go to parties. Yeah. Do you reckon you would enjoy that, though? Who wouldn't enjoy that? <laughs> okay, that was like... That was Who wouldn't enjoy being fucking Talis? Okay. You, you're like, you're... You, you go off to your little bow circle and they're all like, oh, Talis, where? And like, um, <laughs> and then they're like, even when they're being mean to you, it's still about Talis, right? Like, um, and then you're like, you you go off, you do a fucking fashion show, then you, then you head around Anvil, yeah. getting free drinks, you get invited in places by people you don't know who just want to drink with you and have you insane. You get sent to fucking... Uh, Dude, fuck you. Yes, no shadow doubt. Don't, do you, do you don't think... even try and argue okay, this. Okay, no, no, okay, no, fair enough. But do you think I would enjoy doing what you do? No! I don't think I would enjoy what you do. You wouldn't last a Senate session! <laughs> you really would? Yeah, I... I you wouldn't... St- I, you would... I would like to believe I could do what you do, but I don't think I could do what you... Uh, the thing is, the difference between doing what you do, like, and enjoying what you do... Uh... uh the thing is, you do enjoy what you do uh, uh, yeah, in that sort of type two. It fun can often way. be type two fun. I also like having, uh, like having a team. Yeah. Uh, like having, especially, especially Millie. Yeah. Is like, um, she's just so great to mm. have and to kind of like, like. There's lots of good things about being Gellert, right? Yes. Like there's so, oh, so dude, many, loads of good things, but for like. A day like changing places? <laughs> Are you fucking joking? It'll be so fucking good. Like no one's like no, 
No political wrangling, no trying to find oh, this person, God. no trying to get objective sorted, which is really hard to do by the end of the weekend. Your objective is finding the best party. Yeah. Which finds also, you. Also, if we swapped places literally next event, I would be swapping into the worst point that I could possibly swap into what? in your... The thing. election. Post-election. Of, oh, of the throne. Of the throne. I'm not for, and, I'm and not for election. election. Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah, the yeah. worst yeah, point yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Be, to be Gallup. Oh, well, so. thanks. Well, excuse me, something to look forward to. <laughs> uh, Matty again. Uh, why, how do you think you've ended up playing the characters you have? Oh, God. Uh, what parts of them uh, have you been most enthusiastic about? And what would you do differently if you could make them fresh now? Fuck, Matty. It's deep questions. For me, that's... Like, do you want to talk about yours? Because mine's. I like... think yours is probably more interesting. I don't know. Uh, for me, um, Talus is a deeply personal character, and I think it's probably true for Gellert for you as well. Um, but uh, I think the just embracing the flamboyance of him, the love of fun of him, the. Uh, the 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 embracing of like uh, what it is to uh, be someone who is noticed and doesn't mind being seen uh, is well, amazing. I, I think for this though, it's interesting. We talk, we, we touched on it earlier talking about how Talis has changed as a character. Yeah. Like you don't need to reset Talis. Because Talis is has been changing and yeah. will continue to evolve, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like for you, I don't feel like there's anything like holding you back with Talis, right? If anything, yeah, you you, it's more like you're like pushing the accelerator down more and more and more, yeah, um, to see where your limit is. And I don't think you have a limit. Yeah, it's like uh, like. Uh... Playing with the nitrous now on the because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. kind of got the foot Fast down. And furious baby, <laughs> uh, but no. I, what, what I would change uh, the the obvious thing would be to say to to do it earlier, but um, I think there's a lot. Uh, often you can look back at those moments, those uh, that early RP, and I think a lot of where I am was informed by that. Uh, also, it, it adds to the story, like everything with Ifan, because. Uh, your previous character, Ifan, is like a huge element of my character. Um, you did leave him to die, though. I did not leave him to die. I... <laughs> saw him go down. I saw him. I did not see the exact moment of his death. Fucking... Oh, look, listen, me and, me, me and Sol both saw a hopeless situation and made yeah, the... Yeah, this happened after we did the new player episode. We're... Sol's there, we have a lovely conversation about new characters... At the end of the episode, we stop recording, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I saw Ifan go down." It's like, "Yeah, I, I spoke to you. They spoke to each other about Ifan going down, yeah. and could see where I was, and did not come to Listen, save Ifan." We, we, the situation was such, uh, and he's, and he survived. The, the important thing to say is, Ifan, you really rode him hard yeah. all the time, yeah. and I think uh, what's been fun is actually watching. Uh, apart from the last few times when you've been a bit, a bit of a pussy playing Gellis, Gellert, uh, the uh, the times when you, when you were playing Ifan, when you and more so now when you're playing Gellert, where you were kind of doing a lot more of that frontliney stuff, 
it was fun to see you bring back a little bit more of to, in fairness to... I had have had two years of medical problems yes you have yeah. so I literally couldn't yeah and then now it's got to the point where I'm kind of finding my feet again and like it's it's slightly different I, you know also I'm having so much fucking yeah. fun being the crack political yes. unit yes of battle tourists that me and Millie are so good morale keepers so good we you know what I get to go and really enjoy myself yeah. and I'm not like to fight with a unit yeah is something that is really really good and really really fun and like but that's just not where I'm at at the moment. I right? don't think maybe Empire is the game you do that in. I think you do that in other games. Yeah, true. I think it sounds like Ragnarok is a bit more where you do that kind of stuff as yeah, well. And, yeah, and um, Northern Kingdoms as well. Yeah. Um, so How about you? <laughs> God, I, this is like... I don't even know what... I the, know, I think it's really interesting. It, it's, I don't even know what this says about me and how Gellert is and like how I went from... That's a good question, Maddie. I don't ever like I I think I even said this on the podcast I don't want to spend all my time in meetings I made that so clear like it was the antithesis of what I wanted to do at LARP mm. and now Gellert's entire world is going to senate going to meetings um, walking around the field trying to find people meet people talk to them try and like get stuff done is like the absolute opposite of where i thought i would be um it's it's i have no idea what this says about my personality or my my you've always enjoyed suffering yeah you've always enjoyed i think embracing those aspects of you that that are discomforted uh and challenging them and exploring yourself through those things i think if you look at the larps you've challenged yourself with (sighs) this year like all the different things from requiem all of the stuff you've you've always been someone who's willing to uh, really put yourself in uncomfortable situations and see how you yeah i like come seeing, out of the meat grinder of it i like the edge i like going to the edge and testing myself yeah i've always, always enjoyed that yeah I, absolutely um like i don't know though i think like what's nice about where gellert is now is because i really beat myself up when i was ambassador yeah and took it quite personally um i think you've grown a lot from that though as yeah. a person like your your reaction as, as as i was saying earlier your reaction to not succeeding in endeavors and rebounding off that and coming off different things and trying new avenues as a result of those outcomes has been really interesting to see i think that's... yeah i think I've, I've definitely become more comfortable in the pocket of like political pvp mm-hmm. um like I quite like where Geller is and what he's actually trying to do, mm. and the fact is that like a lot of his opinions are relatively unpopular or go against what I should say is the the general tide of things. Like mm. my view on the Liberty Pact is a really good example, right? Yeah. Like um, because it's 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 the modern age, we know slavery is bad. Yeah. Okay. Like we know that. Like yes. Like everybody agrees slavery bad um the the way that geller interacts with that though is less kind of like a a happy clappy virtue signal it's more like we're giving 
our rights as senators to lead our empire to foreign barbarian nations that don't follow the way. Like, I think that's bad. Um, we can still be anti-slavery and not give up our, our, our rights and liberties. And these are, I mean, like someone said to me, like, um, oh, get it's like uh, Brexit, right? And we don't, we, we deliberately avoid politics generally on this, but I was like, man, not, not really. Like, it's a very different vibe of what motivates him. Uh, you could argue that's his thing, but like, it's really not. It's actually more about like I re- seriously, I'm not. I, I, actually, I'm gonna just walk away from that. I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna yeah. put that conversation down, and I'm gonna. I think a lot, a lot of that is maybe uh, in, like the thing is, Gellert as a character. I think uh, was again. This comes back to the fact is that you've embraced the fact that he has flaws, and it's not like his argument needs to be uh, sound or even comply with what your own feelings are uh, uh, on I things. Think, uh, and I think you've enjoyed. I like that. arguing. I like picking apart. Uh, ideas I like picking apart structures I like thinking uh, I'm picking our our own biases and how we view the world and all that stuff right like Mm. um, if me Dave if I have an opinion on something Mm. I don't want to be like I have an opinion on something because everyone else has an opinion on something I want to really test that and then live that, right? And I think that Gellert gets to really flex that part of my personality out. Yeah, right? and it's just like, also, like, who's just, like, if if uh, Dave met Gellert, they wouldn't necessarily mm. get on. Uh, we'll or maybe they would. Yeah, they'd probably argue a lot. They're very argumentative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, um, but that yeah. kind of, like, you know, playing devil's advocate and trying to, like, understand a position better... Uh, is something I like doing in real world. How about stuff that you think, to go to the second part of the question, stuff you think you'd do differently? Is there anything you think you'd approach differently with Gellert? No, I've learned so much. You've learned a lot. I I don't have a... a, I I try not to think about, uh, like, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, yeah, I'm often... uh, Because I I find it's that whole kind of journey uh, is the the actual goal. uh, Like, let me put it this way, right? Like, everyone's had relationships that have gone horribly wrong okay and you could be like man that person was so great in my life if i had only done this or i'd only done that the reality is you were that person at that time and learning from this makes you like a better person like that's that's how i like to view it anyway like maybe that's naive i like to think that we iterate towards uh better aspects of ourselves and uh like we evolve i think like we're we're too close to ourselves to see us develop Mm. but like i think it's something yeah i think it's something pretty fucking cool that we we will learn and develop over the time that we live you know hopefully i'll be a a a really great person by the time (laughs) you are a really great person (laughs) (laughs) um this is from jim gordon smith um, who's sorry Jim Gordon Smith oh Jim yeah uh, which is the best buy and anvil and why is it the buy and eye now there's a very oh says very, my god listen, that is so listen I don't mind a little bit of self-promotion here that is always be hustling but after the captain oh captain my captain well move along Talis Ashbourne indeed 
I <laughs> this is this Hold is on. not ended, uh, RP. Hold on. Are you holding the blind eye responsible listen, for that? Listen. Are you is that what no, you're saying? No, no. So yes or no, no question. No. So yes or no question. Listen. I uh, I <laughs> I adore the blind eye very much. Oh. And uh but uh there's certain ways that Tyler Slash will not be treated by <laughs> So which is your favourite bar then? Uh, no, I really do enjoy the blind eye. Oh, my favourite bar. Um, it probably is the blind eye. Let's be honest. Uh, I go there all the time. I really used to love the dog end. Um, uh, I never got to have a drink oh, at the, the dog, dog end. The dog end was amazing. It was so good. But yeah, the blind eye is amazing. Like, if you get the chance to go listen to Silgor play, uh, just hang out with the ambience and stuff. It's so good. I, I have a great time. I like Star Bar's great. There's so many good bars. Good. I like the Drunken Goose in yeah, the Var. That's a really good place. That's my political hangout. Mm-hmm. If I'm there, I'm usually talking shop in some capacity. That, yeah. I really like that bar. I, I, I really like the staff anyway. They're really yeah. nice people. Um, uh, I like Wise Guys in Dawn. Like wise Guys. Um, that's a. That's just like a. If you're on a pub crawl, yeah. Or, gotta stop off. or you're like what shall we do yeah let's go for a drink at wise guys yeah there's always a like a lot of nation bars tend to have a lot of that nation in it mm. wise guys tends to have smelting everyone yeah um so you get to meet a lot of interesting characters there like i think that's where i first met steve who does uh mm-hmm. hefty yeti yeah like you're meeting lots of different folks and it being a dawn bar is like uh, it, it's just great you know there's always right also, there it looks, the square o- it looks well. over on the glory square so when when there's stuff popping off in the glory square like, have a fucking pint enjoy yeah. yourselves um, they always have loads of good drinks they're usually cold that's a good bar um, which other bars do I like um, oh that I don't get uh, see the thing is that you're much more of an aficionado on this because I'm in senate all the time uh, I barely get to go out and, and actually you like, do do uh, like gin club and stuff mm. a fair bit gin uh, club is work dude <laughs> not when I go <laughs> not when you go it isn't but when I'm in there it's 100% um, but my favourite bar at Anvil is the Wheelbarrow that's a very good answer because uh, Oily rolling around oh my god he's like answer. he's he's like a guardian angel he just when when I desperately need him, yeah. there he is. He just appears. appears like a mirage on the horizon. Yeah, like a guardian angel. And like, we completely take the piss. Like, I was talking to Oily about this, about how many drinks I've actually paid for there. <laughs> and it's like, very limited. I served bar once. Like, both me and Oily were so pissed, it came back to me almost like a fever dream that I was serving bar. Like, it's like... You know, we just have a, an absolute blast. Actually, can I say this isn't lot? So this isn't Empire related. I had an absolute blast running uh, the Devil Dog Saloon. Yeah, like I, me, uh, it was so good. Joey and the Cornish guy. Me and Ambrose, me and Ambrose just absolutely killed it. I just had so much fun. Like, uh, it, it, that was. That was really good. That was my, probably one of my favourite yeah. things of life. Having the keg and stuff. Like, I actually um, really like the idea. Like, if I had more space. I live in a little poxy flat, yeah. flat, so I can't have as much space. If I had somewhere where I had lots of storage, I would actually love to do a bar at yeah. one of these systems. Like, 
I had this idea of uh, having a, a, a members club <laughs> that was big and beardy, and <laughs> all yeah. the staff are big and beardy, and uh, it's like a, you know, like a, it's like a, you know. <laughs> you get so much you know, fun. Uh, it's one of those sort of clubs, you know. And uh, you know, just don't touch the don't touch the big beardy guys, you know. But um, <laughs> come well, in they and can have a touch you, but you can't touch them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You okay. Know the vibe. Um, um, but blind eye is fucking amazing. I mean, come on now, Jim. Guys really Jim, come on now. We don't do ad- Lamp, we don't do advertising on the fucking LARP noobs, man. Like uh, we turn them down. Right. Um, I'm not being paid. Ooh, maybe you could pay us. Um, oh, no, it's going to be one of these. Oh, no, of course it is. Lindy, Fawnheart again. Chris from the Shatter Song Diaries. What is the eighth virtue? If you say bubbles, I'm ending the podcast right now. <laughs> no, I think a, a serious thing uh, from uh, me, I will try and be serious. Uh, no, is... don't, don't. Just say whatever you want. No, no, I think actually uh, for Talis, it's beauty, probably. Um... Uh, which is very much a, a Dornish thing, but I don't really mean it in the Dornish way. Uh, but Talis always, when he walks out into the, into the circle, always says, uh, hello, my beautiful Navarre, all the time. That's how he always introduces himself. <gasps> You're uh, a closet <laughs> cultist! So, You're not even closet anymore, are you? Um, like... Yeah, I, I, he has this... Because it's, it's the vision uh, of... Um, what he perceives to be beautiful uh and so yes i think that's something i've that's that's been present for a long time in the character uh that that that's kind of the if there is a heretical element to his uh aspect that's actually what it really is there's a bit of inside spoilery for you if gellert was a a cultist he would probably be a freedom cultist yeah i think so yeah he's like his whole entire thing is um freedom like that's his whole thing like he's a, a big 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 proponent of it yeah is he kind of because is he like an individual liberty kind of person like in that sort of sense or is he like a no because he believes in the system because he does believe yeah that's the thing <clears throat> and i think that's that's what couches both these heretical elements of our characters i think because we still operate in the terms that's what sort of prevents it from becoming manifest heresy uh, he, he, like um, oh, I can talk about it now yeah. because my rod's no longer fucking imbued by it. So of I course, can actually yeah. talk about it. Um, I went on a pirate raid and uh, I got a magical weapon yeah. um, and it was imbued with um, basically a freedom aura, yeah. which was um, if you believe something is right, even if it goes against imperial law, you will still act on it. Yeah. Okay. And what th- this was great because actually... Yeah. Um, not that Gellert really does anything that illegal, but that really is in, a, in that, total sync with... Yeah, it's doubling down on Gellert. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But it was a really nice piece of role play for me to kind of bounce off. Also, it's fun having some heretical yeah. shit on you yeah, yeah, yeah. on the most beautiful weapon on the field yeah. and knowing it's like naughty. Yeah. Um, and could totally get me fucking murdered for for yeah yeah. You know, but is it run out now? Then yeah, it had a timer oh, okay. on it. Um, so you should get it hallowed up again. No, I'm not a freedom cultist. Um, but it's really not going to change. It, it basically was a nice jumping off point to explore. 
Mm. the my beliefs on stuff yeah you used it as like rp inspiration right yeah because it was like um like oh i can't even talk about that there were there was stuff that um i did as ambassador trying to sort out certain things which i can't really talk about yeah uh with trade deals and things yeah so and i thought that was the right thing to do um that's good you know uh you know yeah. I'm, I'm a i'm a carrot rather than a stick sort of fellow yes you know um, if I have to bring the stick out, I'm going to beat you to death with it, okay? But, like, <laughs> I prefer to give you a carrot, you know? Yeah. You know? That's the kind of vibe, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you always had this cool thing of you... Talk about the... Like, Gellert's version of the stick is when you were talking about, like, if we make war, we make war so terribly that they will never want to go to war yeah. with us again. And that's, that, like... That was such a good conversation to have with that Wintermark guy. I was like, that's... Yeah, that's that's Gellert for and for yeah. Like... Yeah, like we'll try and be friends. Yeah, I'm but gonna, if friendship is I not possible, then we're gonna make it so horrendous for you to be our enemies that you'll never want to do that ever again. Yeah, yeah. It's from uh, Christopher Drew. Uh, yeah, nice. All right. If you had to pick uh, one of the other hosts' characters, past or present, any LARP system uh, to play for one event, which would you pick and why? This is kind of bounces off Talis Ashbourne <laughs> for the lols. For the lols. Simply for the lols. I would avoid all the emo shit. Like, I wouldn't go and, like, talk to Elona and do all of that stuff. I think that's part of the character, No, though. I would just ignore that and just go to fancy I, parties. I, I, okay. Uh, you're not really embracing the character if you don't have the... Um, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You have to, like, because it's such a, a, like, that's not... But Tell the thing is that you've only played two LARP characters. Yeah, I think Talos is, but yeah, you're right. I still think I'm right, though. You are right. I think Talos is more interesting than, than Jasper to play. Hello, my beautiful Navarre. <laughs> Those of you who are archers, the Navarchers would love to have you a part of us. We're going to meet just over here after Fawn's Council. Um, come along, I'll bring snacks. Cupcakes? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a pretty good time. You'd be really, you'd be really good. Um, I would probably uh see having not played him i don't know but the idea of playing the Dubois brother <laughs> sounds so much fun getting to rp with callum yeah uh getting to be that character and challenge myself to be that character which sounds amazing fun playing hennessy is actually quite I think for me, quite a challenging character yeah, to play. So it's challenging for me. Yeah, like, um, uh, I would like to try that, uh, but yeah, I think I think it's only for a weekend. For a weekend, maybe, maybe. Although the bars do sound like a lot of fun Mate, and something I would have a real blast meeting doing. Eating bombs. I would also get to, to go to, to witches uh, to Northern Kingdoms if I pick. And basically, a witcher. You know, like um, you know what I mean. It's like fucking hilarious. Callum as like my uh, my my buddy. Like I love role playing with Callum. Mate, I'm so jealous of you that you get to role play well, with Callum so tightly on so many things. Having not had Callum at the last event was really tough. Yeah, because uh, like like I said, we really bounce off each other and we have a good time. And we've both talked about this. Callum's talked about this where he's just like, I don't think I could. Uh, I don't think I could do Bois without you. Mm. And I feel exactly the same way. Like, we just, uh, we help each other be ridiculous. Yeah, I think and, uh, you, you help each other ramp up, right? Uh, yeah. yeah it's, it, that sounds amazing. Um, yeah, I think, I think, 
I think the Dubois. Hennessy will be a nice challenge. I think Dubois for you, Talis, right? Is it my turn? I think it's your yeah, turn. Yeah, it's my turn. Yeah. How many more we got? We're, we're getting through. We. We're we're this might have to be a two-part. This might have to be a two-part. But we are going to go through we'll, all the questions. We'll do this one. Yeah. Then we'll have a break and then we'll have a two-part. Come back for a two-part. Yeah, we'll wow. just okay. we'll smash yeah, yeah, it yeah. out, okay. right? We'll, we'll do the... I see what we're ending on for this. Oh, no. It's another Lindy question. <laughs> we love you, Chris. Uh, which barbarian nation would be the most fun to LARP in? LARP in... See, I because I saw Ooh. this, I saw this as a sneak peek when I was going through. I, I tried not to read the questions, but this one jumped out at me. Um, I was thinking Grendel would be a lot of fun. Yeah, because I like the idea of druging, but I like monstering as druge. If I, if the, if if it was flipped around and we would actually RPing like through a whole event as the things, I think being like Grendel and being like out for the money pirate. E kind of like themed nautical the, the, orcs sounds like a lot of fun. The Grendel are kind of like the opposite side of the coin of the Empire. They're very shrewd. They're very politically minded. They do a lot of like backdoor beat deals with people. Um, they beat up Brass Coast a lot. Mm. Uh, seafaring is really really fun. Yeah, yeah, I think Grendel are way up there. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go Grendel just because you said it. I think um, to lop in mm. uh, Druze actually might be really Druze fun because really you can fuck around with poisons yeah, yeah. and like just being the evilest, the evilest. Ooh, but like in a kind of you yeah. know tongue-in-cheek way where you're everyone like, is uh, like millie being evil like oh i'm so yeah evil. yeah right, you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah. you have like an evil off yeah the, the version of the fashion show is just who is the most evil i made a, I made a <laughs> toxin that made all their skin fall off <laughs> oh well, i'm so evil i made a toxin that fucking blah, blah, blah. and it's just like you know just that would be pretty fun yeah so yeah yeah uh, i'm gonna go druge the um, uh, the entire of Druge is like that opening scene from uh, the the Dark Knight with the Joker, where they just keep offing each other until there's only one left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, we'll be back in we'll a couple of minutes. Um, we'll thank. I think we're going to thank all the patrons at the end of next episode. Yeah. Um, and I really need to pee, so yeah. I'm going to go and do that. Um, yeah, we'll be right back. Be right back. Bye. Bye.